0: Godiness. brought to you by carol royce keller williams realty east valley get more money selling your home go to higherprice.com that's higherprice.com let's head
1: to twitter at bickley underscore mirada find out what's happening on this monday morning sarah's here to take us through some social studies hi sarah
2: hello that is right we are on twitter as vince said at bickley underscore mirada at bickley underscore mirada tim Ring, what's your twitter handle at Tim Ring TV. There you go. Follow him as
0: well. Probably should rest. change it to At Tim Ring Radio these days. Yeah. <laughs> That's At Tim a- Ring Media. <laughs> King of all media.
2: Sure. That's a long handle, but maybe worth it. All right. Uh, let's, let's start with a kind of mishmash question, open-ended. Uh, we are asking you guys for your current emotions about these four teams, four Valley teams. Four Suns, teams
3: currently playing.
2: Cardinals, ASU Men's Hoops, and the Coyotes. How do you feel about these teams? Right now? Ooh, Suns, optimistic. Cardinals,
1: eh. ASU basketball, frustrated but optimistic. And Coyotes,
2: it's
1: been so long since I've seen them in person. Mm.
2: <laughs> frustrated with ASU basketball just because of the state of college basketball as a whole. They, I with mean, the team specifically.
1: They're doing surprisingly well. They are. I I, I tweeted about this, and it's not it, it's not anything about this year's team. I I get frustrated watching ASU basketball play. I don't know why. But I think I, I watch so much NBA basketball that when I watch college, the drop-off is very stark to me. Sure, and that's not an ASU thing; that's just a college hoops thing. So that, that explains my frustration. Well, a lot of these players just met
0: each other about two weeks ago. That's true. That's college basketball. Oh, in somebody's 2022. in the portal. So, Portal's so.
1: open
2: today in football, by the way, Tim. Oh yeah, and it is hot. Uh, what about you, Tim? Suns, Cardinals, ASU men's hoops, Coyotes. The suns fired up. Cardinals
0: disappointed. ASU surprised slash optimistic. Okay, Coyotes disengaged. That's totally... They've been gone and it's still very, very early in the season.
2: Yeah. About a little over a quarter. Barely a little over a quarter of the way uh, for that NHL season. Um, Turning to our listeners, Sandra (laughs) Day-O'Clobber, amazing (laughs) name, uh, says, for the Suns, I assume it's a he. I don't know. Amusement, a great team that manages to make your make you scratch your head at times. For the Cardinals, disgust. In his best Forrest Gump voice, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> ASU basketball feeling some anxiety. They're playing well now, but dot dot dot. And then the Coyotes. Satisfaction. Bring on the new arena. Waldo Geraldo Faldo says the Suns make him feel jolly. The Cardinals make him feel like the Grinch. ASU makes him feel like the kid opening up Christmas gifts, hoping he gets what he asked for. That's a good one. Yeah. And the Coyotes, the kid patiently waiting to open gifts while others are asleep. That's funny. Uh, Corpse Shasta for the Suns says, let's cut to the playoffs. Cardinals, let's cut to the end of the season and also cut Cliff and Kime. ASU Basketball, let's get to March Madness. And Coyote says, uh, let's cut to the NHL draft. And the Austin Matthews signing. Oh, call
3: your shot oh, there. Oh, maybe. Call in your shot there. Every okay. dry heat's one here. Yeah, please. The suns, ready to run through a wall. ASU basketball, ready to run through a wall. Mm. Coyotes, ready to run through a wall. Cardinals, ready to run off a cliff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. A cliff with a K or a C? Uh, spelled with a C. Okay. Yeah, it would have been clever. cliff. yes. All right. Next question. College football. We talked about the hire of Deion Sanders earlier uh, to Colorado, in case you missed it over the weekend. Who will win more games in the next three years? Deion Sanders at CU or Kenny Dillingham, the newest hire at ASU? Ooh. Well, I like the question. It is a good question. So much
1: nuance here. I mean...
0: I believe in being honest with people. Dion's going to have a lot easier time getting better players in there quicker because he's Dion and he's not going to be facing facing sanctions potentially right out of the gate. So let me just say to answer the question, Dion, I do feel like Dillingham is going to have more long-term success at Arizona State than Dion Sanders will in Boulder.
2: I think that makes a lot of sense but, a right, rapid but, ascension but out of the gate
0: but Dion's to. gonna have more wins out of the gate
3: if, if Deion Dion is good in three years if he's good in three years he's
1: gonna be somewhere else yeah. Florida State or something I agree with that um and what you say makes sense, but I'm still going with Dillingham because, you know, their their previous head coach at Colorado wasn't facing sanctions, Carl Durrell, before he got fired. Yeah, but he stinks. Yeah, and ASU beat them by, what, 28 points this year or whatever it was? I don't know. I have I the score know, in front part. of me. They, they handled them, even with all their challenges. Oh.
2: Um, I'm going Dillingham. Okay. So our, our listeners, 59%, say Kenny... Kenny Dillingham, can I speak today, will win Dilly, more Dilly. games? Dilly no, Dilly. No. Dilly Dilly. No, Dilly Dilly. Absolutely Dilly. not. Absolutely I love not. those so much. So bad. It's so unoriginal. I hate it. 59% <laughs> say Kenny Dillingham will win more games in the next three years than Dion Sanders will. Uh, 41% went with Dion and CU. Um, let's quickly get to our final question. Talking about holiday shopping at the top of the show. Vince is a... Vince was brave enough to go out into the world. Brave? That's not the word I'd use. Done? <laughs> yes. Is that what she would say? Yes. Fair enough. Uh, so we are asking our listeners of these four options, how do you like to do your holiday shopping? Are you an online shopper? Do you brave the stores in person? Do you just go for the gift cards or straight cash money?
1: I do a combination of the first three. Um online, they do give gift, gift cards, cards. but it, predominantly in stores still for me. I'm a dinosaur. Wow. Yeah, I don't Good for you, I don't go to the stores. <laughs> no. Anymore? No, 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 no. Are you a gift card guy? Or are you an online guy? I am a
0: uh, I, I am a I, I am an online guy. I'm an online gift card guy. <laughs> I
2: mean well, there you go. I mean What's my wrong?
0: parents are impossible to to die. Uh, so I get I get them a gift card to a nice restaurant down there in Naples, Florida. That takes care of them. There I send go. them I send them out to a nice dip.
3: Hit the early bird, baby. <laughs> you know, and
0: then for, for my nieces and nephews, it's all it's all uh it's all Amazon baby. Okay. For my own kids, I don't even get them anything. Like, <laughs> oh no. I'm you teasing don't. no I'm teasing. Well they haven't been
3: good, but have they? they? No,
0: they've not been good. <laughs> <laughs> no. would, all you,
3: right. would you guys all three of you get would? Cole. Would you rather receive a gift card or cash? A gift card. Me too. I
1: think cash is the worst Christmas gift.
3: Even though, in theory, you can use it for anything you want, it feels like if you get it, you just use it for like groceries or something or nothing. I had an argument with my (laughs)
1: parents when I was in college and had like no money to my name. And one year, they kind of gave up. They punted on even thinking about what they were going to get me. So they gave me cash. And I said, that's a horrible gift. Well, you can buy whatever you want. And I said, do you realize how much debt I have? Like, I, I can't justify spending money on something that's not a bill right, right. now. No? Some people prefer the cash, though. Well, yeah. here, pay off your debt. That's a gift. <laughs> yeah. I I never did. Gift cards? I always bought video games. (laughs) Give you at least. (laughs) Well, that's on you, buddy. Yeah.
2: Poor money management. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. With cash, you can invest. With a gift card, you can't. But it feels slightly more thoughtful. It's like, oh, I at least know that you like this place. Yes. That you go to this place. Cash says, I gave no effort, and I gave no effort in learning what you like. I gave no thought. Anyone who wants to give me cash, my Venmo is easily found. Yeah, me too. Merry Christmas. Yeah, if you want to
1: give me cash, just not for Christmas.
2: Uh, Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, everyone. Hey. You chimed
1: in on social studies. Coming up next, we will talk to the voice of the Arizona Cardinals, ESPN broadcaster, all around good guy. Dave Pass joins us next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings with Tim Ring in for Bick on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here we go! Click. Yay.
0: Big Red Monday and Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports. Let's go! Sanderson Ford. The best
1: play is at Sanderson Ford. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yep, Cardinals back from their bye week starting today, next Monday, their next game against the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Here to talk some Cardinals with us and wherever else we go. Dave Pash joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, how are you?
4: I'm good. Yeah, I wasn't sure, guys, which uh, direction we were going to go this morning. I'm kind of, uh, I've been on the road the last week, so I'm totally out of Cardinal mode. But all good. We, we kind of are
1: too, and I'm I'm not against it right now. It's funny, Dave. <laughs> before we before we began the
0: segment, I said to Vince during the break, "I'm like, all right, where should we go with Dave? I and mean, we could go college football, we could go playoff, we could go Dion Sanders, we could even go NBA with Dave Pash. He's a man of many talents. But we will start with Cardinals. Uh, sure.
1: Go ahead, Dave. No, no, I'm saying
4: sure.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Our way. Um, five games left, and uh, we've we played some sound bites from Steve Kimes' appearance with Burns and Gambo on Friday. And you know, with the way this season has gone, and and you look at the picture in the NFC, you you wonder about some things, and you find out some things about individuals and teams in these stretches uh, because there is a, a significant amount of football to be played. I mean, what what are you specifically looking for from from the Cardinals in these last five games to? Kind of put? Can they salvage to any degree the season in your mind, Dave?
4: Well, I think they can. You know, it's not at this point about hey, you know, we got to win five in a row to make the playoffs. I mean, if you do win five in a row, you still be in the mix. Uh, you're not out of it. But I think it's you know still about developing your young players. It's Kyler Murray's continued growth. It's Damon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. It's all the young guys you've invested in. My Jay Sanders, Zach Allen has had a really good year. I um, mean, you drafted these guys to help be the nucleus of your future success, so it's continuing to develop those guys. And you know, you still you plan like you normally plan. And every you know, everybody I've talked to, in the sense I get, is that you know this is still a team that's together. Uh, I think uh, the coaches and players deserve credit for that for not you know severing at this point. Uh, it's been a disappointing year. But there's still a lot to play for. I mean, these guys, It's always you're always playing for a job. You're always playing for for a contract. And so, you know, most most guys, when you're in the NFL, you're you're motivated by that. So uh, I'm still anticipating this team will play hard and play well. I don't know how many games are going to win because they have so many injuries. But I still think that they're going to win at least a couple more games Mm -hmm. in my mind.
0: Hey, Dave, what's your level of concern with the Cliff Kingsbury Kyler Murray relationship? I mean, we've seen the sideline blow ups more than a couple of times this year. There's there's been there's been reports from Ian Rappaport for one that the relationship has been tense and they've had to work on that relationship as of late. From where you sit. And I'm not asking you to say whether or not there's a problem or not, but what is your personal level of concern about that relationship here? As we sit in early December,
4: yeah, I'm not sure it's really a, a concern of, of you know whether Kyler Murray likes or or has a great relationship with any coach. I'm not sure that that really ultimately matters. It's you know it does he respect and listen to what the plan is, and and that's what it's about, right? It's, it's you know being a. I mean, there's plenty of relationships in the NFL where you know you. Player and and head coach, or quarterback coach or OC, um, you know, as long as the relationship is respectful, I still think it is. I, I I'm not. I, you know, I saw some of the reports and, and obviously know enough but you know if it wasn't respectful at this point, you know there would have been you know a lot more stories out. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's it's really probably overblown. Uh, I'm sure Kyler's frustrated with the way the season's gone, and I'm sure Cliff's frustrated at times with. You know, Kyler wasn't playing well, uh, wasn't being decisive. Um, you know, Cole McCoy goes in there, and, you know, granted, at age 36, Cole, you know, is not, he's not, when you compare the skill set to Kyler, it's a lot different. You know, Kyler, you drafted Kyler to win you Super Bowl, to win you multiple Super Bowls, and he has that sort of talent. But, you know, Coltman in there was much more decisive, was getting rid of the ball and getting it to his playmakers. And Kyler did that a lot better the last game. So mm-hmm. I was encouraged by the way Kyler played overall the last game.
0: Hey, Dave, college football playoff. Was there any doubt in your mind that the committee got it right? Did you think... Despite what Nick Saban had, Nick, Nick, Nick was given a pulpit Saturday night to, to plead his case. Did you think Alabama had a shred of a case to get in there? Uh, in the final 4 or yeah. did you think the committee at the end of the day even though TCU and Ohio State kind of kind of they kind of backed in a little bit with TCU losing that championship game and Ohio State obviously not even winning its own division in the in the Big 10 but at the end of the day did the did the 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 best four candidates end up in the college football playoff
4: you know it's the old is it really? Is it really the four best teams or the four most deserving teams? It's supposed to be the four best teams, right? Um, I, I just think that yes, they got it right, but at the same time, it just shows you know how desperate, uh, desperately we need expansion, and that we're getting expansion because you know, Ohio State looked terrible against Michigan. Are, are they one of the four best teams? I don't know. Uh, are they better than Alabama? No, I think Alabama would beat them. Um, I think they might beat them soundly, but so so it's not. You say it's the four best, but it's really not because Alabama is one of the four best teams, even with two losses. Even if they had four losses, uh, Bryce Young is better than any other player in college football. Better than any other quarterback. He's certainly better than CJ Stroud. So I, I just I think still you're dealing with a flawed system where you're kind of caught in this gray area between, okay, should we put Ohio State in? They have one loss. Alabama's got two. Utah's got, you know, more than one loss, even though Utah looks really good right now. So it it's based on the criteria and the situation you're in now. They did get it right, but it just shows me that you know, the system with four teams is still flawed. Thankfully, we're going to 12. I wish it was next year we have to wait two years, but better than having to wait four, Yeah, because I think that's really when, you know, you're going to find, I, I, it's not like we're not getting a true champion, but at least you're going to have, I think, fewer arguments and a little bit more clarity as to who really should be in as opposed to this guessing game of, Okay, is it really the best four? I mean, I thought TCU should have been in, but they lost their championship game. Uh-huh. Are they one of the best four teams? Right. Well, not after right. the way they played the other night, but, but you have to give it to them. They went undefeated. You can't penalize them for playing in a championship game. Uh-huh. Ohio State is getting rewarded. If, if, if TCU doesn't go, let's say, and sorry for the long answer, but let's say it's Alabama and Ohio, Ohio State. Well, now you're punishing TCU for playing in a championship game yes. and rewarding two other teams for not. Right. So, again, I just think the whole thing is messed up, and I have not wait for expansion.
1: Yeah, and Tim was joking earlier, too, that USC should have declined the invitation <laughs> to play in the championship game in the Pac-12 to bolster their chances of making the playoffs. That's but
4: you know what's interesting <laughs> about that? What's interesting about that, Vince, is that Caleb Williams is healthy. First of all, they win that game. Um. And I would not want to play Caleb Williams in a college football playoff. And had they won, they'd have been in. And I would want to play that. Play that. Yeah. They're not a great team at all, clearly. But he makes them great. It's amazing that that dude does some things. There's some Mahomes, Kyler stuff that Caleb Williams does. And I think if he doesn't get hurt, they win that game. They probably win handily, and they're playing Georgia.
1: Yeah. Uh, real quick before we let you go, and Dave Pasch, our guest, the voice of the Cardinals, ESPN broadcaster here on the Arizona Sports Line. Another college football question. Uh, Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State to go to Colorado. I think it's a no brainer for Colorado, where I don't think that would be the case for other schools, maybe considering a new coach. Uh, How successful do you think Dion can be in Boulder? Because that program is
4: way down, as we all know. Well, there are a lot of restrictions he's dealing with that, uh, you know, I just don't know. Did they change some of the the things in terms of the way they do things with the portal and NIL to be able to really truly win there? I mean, that's, that's what a lot of programs, whether it's academic restrictions, how you view the transfer portal, how you view NIL, that's. I, I just thought he would have gone elsewhere to a place where it would have been a little bit more clear uh-huh. um, in terms of him being able to, you know, get into the portal, uh, NIL being really beneficial for him. I just was surprised that it was Colorado, but perhaps things are changing here in terms of how they view all that. I, I think he's going to be able to recruit and I think he's going to be able to win. I just was surprised that that was the place given that. There, there are clearly some issues with that program that you know, have been impacted any head coach that's taken that job. It's yeah. been a long time since that program's been close to relevant. Very
1: true. Dave, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for making some time for us this morning. We appreciate it.
4: All right, All
1: right guys. Thanks yep. Dave yep. Patch, voice of the Cardinals, ESPN broadcaster. He joined us on the Arizona Sports Line. We got some hardware to hand out. We'll do it next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings with Tim Ring. In for Bick on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll
0: question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at
2: Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata mornings. Here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We always go to our website at this time, ArizonaSports.com, to look at our daily poll question. Tim Ring, in for Dan Bickley, who has not been fired, and Vince Murata in his usual seat as well. Guys, if the Phoenix Suns got a second all-star behind Devin Booker. Who should it be? DeAndre Ayton or Mikel Bridges? Ooh. That I'm going the big, big fellow. I'm going I'm going DA as well. Yep. Alright. Let's place of vote. ooh it is close. But DA is winning right now. 53% say he should be the second all-star for the Suns. 47% went with Bridges. Talk to me in a week, though. If Mikkel Bridges okay. keeps shooting
1: six of seven from three-point range, <laughs> I, will, I will gladly change my vote. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, that's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You could vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Arizona Sports,
0: the local
1: sports leader. Billy and Marana, mornings handing out the hardware. Hardware is our version of the award show. We do it on Mondays, and it's brought to you by Revitalize Weight Loss and Wellness. Eat smart, lose weight, keep it off with Revitalize, proud nutrition partner of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, based on what we saw over the weekend, we create our own awards and we hand them out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the shot here. I'm gonna let our esteemed mm. guest, Tim Ring. Steam. Give the first award. Steam. Jared told <laughs> Jared. you about this, right? You did, this isn't coming as a surprise I did. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I get to give the first award? Yes. You
3: do. Oh,
2: you, Tim. All
0: right. All right. Oh, I'm excited. All right. I may be dating myself with this reference, especially to our esteemed. Kids behind the glass.
3: Oh, Jared! Like don't worry show. about don't me. Don't worry about him. Yeah. For a time in high school, I dated myself, so don't worry. Jared.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: I mean, I make a lot of old references. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like always. <laughs> what else? Would The the, the it takes a licking
0: but it keeps on ticking award to Utah quarterback Cam Rising. Who endured one of the most vicious and spectacular hits in the history of football. Knocked his helmet right off his head. Friday night as he extended himself in midair for a few extra yards and was absolutely destroyed. But actually got up, shook it off, missed one play, and came back and finished the game. One of the greatest hits I have ever seen Yeah, was on a football field. That
1: was hellacious. And legal, too. And, of course... Keeps a t- Do you guys know that reference? No. Jared, you probably know that reference, right? It yes. It takes, takes a licking. It keeps on ticking. Thinks, but I don't remember
3: ticking. what it is. What's it for?
1: Timex watches. Timex Ooh. watches. Yeah. Remember the one where they slap-shotted the watch? Yes. Uh, they put it on a
0: hockey puck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was a commercial. It was their <laughs> their commercial uh,
1: franchise in yeah. the yeah. 70s? Late 70s, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, my first award is the How the Mighty Have Fallen Award. And it's not really an award. It's just pointing a finger and kind of laughing at Louisville basketball. Uh, The Cardinals, a three-time NCAA champion, and we can say blue blood program, They are 0-8 on the season after dropping their ACC opener to Miami on Sunday. And in all of Division I college basketball... One of three teams that hasn't won a game yet. Their average margin of defeats like 25 points. Yeah, they are getting blown out. And they have a, a stretch of non-conference games. But then they go into the ACC. Florida State's really bad, too, by the way. But um, they might not win a conference game.
2: So it's Louisville cal
1: and who's that third the central connecticut state blue devils oh that's oh. one team their yeah. new coach kenny payne oh He's in a lot of Put, pain
0: yes may yeah. not may not last one year
3: well i guess i'll stay in college basketball then all right and i'll give out the north kaka award and that goes to the university of north carolina who was number one in the entire country And has now lost four games in a row and will probably fall out of the rankings when they come out today. Maybe not.
1: They're in North Carolina.
3: (laughs) They they are. That's true. I mean, (laughs) they were... They made a really surprise run to the what the finals last year? Yeah, is that yeah. right? Yeah. And then they got. I think they're now showing overranked this year. Mm.
1: All right. Well, one uh, of their best players is hurt too. Baycott's out, isn't he? Mm. And he's he's a machine. Still four in a row. Armando Baycott's
2: out. Tim Ring mentioned Cam Rising in his first award. I too will mention Cam Rising in my first award. This is the you got nailed award. It goes to USC quarterback Caleb Williams uh, for every game this year. I'm sure you've seen it on social media by now. Will. Williams has put blank the opponent, whoever they're playing on his nails, blank UCLA, blank Utah, etc. He did that for the Pac-12 football championship game on Friday. USC got blanked in that one. Uh, Utah quarterback Cam Rising was asked about those nail decals after the win, and he said, you can do whatever you want, put whatever you want on your nails. He paused and said, I hope he liked it. (laughs)
3: That is Spicy!
2: (laughs)
1: I'm not a huge fan of that tactic by Caleb Williams. I don't think you are either, Tim. I am not. It may
0: have cost him at least one first-place Heisman vote. Ooh. I don't want to... It may. Are you a Heisman voter? I'm not saying anything, (laughs) Sarah (laughs) Kazan. Sounds like you're saying something. I'm not saying anything.
3: Well, you got to say something now. It's your turn to go out an award. Wait, does
1: Bickley to... still have his husband vote?
3: I don't. That's always no. A... I can't remember yeah, year-to-year proposition know. on whether or not he, he hasn't brought it, so. in it brought it up. So I don't. He think hasn't so. You're yeah, you're
0: right. Yeah, you're right. He the, hasn't. the tanks for nothing award <laughs> to the San Antonio Spurs, who are in a self-inflicted free fall beginning in November. The tanks for nothing <laughs> with the very obvious hopes of. Landing the phenom, Victor Weminyama. Since November 1st, they've lost 16 out of 17, 11 in a row. They've not lost 11 in a row since the 1980s. Popovich can't even show up on the bench anymore. And their fan base, which, by the way, can boast the NBA's all-time best winning percentage, has to sit there and take it.
2: Take for nothing, <laughs> <laughs> you bastards.
3: Is that Maggie? Is that her name? That's Maggie. That's got to be one of the worst characters in a great movie, right? Even if, if you were making a right, like, list, even
1: people who love Caddyshack the way we do don't like the Maggie character. And wonder why sometimes she had an accent. (laughs) And why she needed an accent in the first place. I don't know. Because she's not really Irish.
3: Yeah, it didn't make
1: sense. Uh, My next uh, award is the Give This Guy a Day Off Award, and I'm giving it to Tom Rinaldi of Fox Sports. Uh, Richard Deitch uh, had a tweet or part of an article, I guess, in The Athletic about Tom Rinaldi's schedule. Listen to this. Monday, November 21st, he was the feature reporter and essayist for the uh, Fox World Cup coverage in Qatar. On on the 22nd, he flew from Doha to New Jersey, Uh, then flew from New Jersey to Dallas to be the Thanksgiving sideline reporter for Fox's coverage of Cowboys Giants. He flew from Dallas to Columbus, Ohio on that Friday. Saturday, he was the sideline reporter for Fox's coverage of Michigan, Ohio State. And then after the game, flew to Kansas City through Detroit. On Sunday, he was the sideline reporter for Fox's coverage of Chiefs Rams, then went right back from Dallas to Qatar uh, and did a, t- a feature on U.S. Captain Tyler Adams. Uh, that was on Monday the 28th and uh, Tuesday the 29th. Uh, wraparound coverage of Adams' uh before the U.S.-Iran game. No
3: days off!
1: I'm never complaining about my schedule again. That's Dave Pasch-like. I mean,
0: does, does Fox think people can't live without Rinaldi? For a regular season NFL game? They Absolutely.
3: Can't just leave them in Cutter? All right, quickly here. The <laughs> Taking a Bite Out of the Hall of Fame award goes to Fred McGriff and the Veterans Committee, or whatever it's called now. They change their name all the time, and the they have all different so.
1: Era uh, Committee, it's yes.
3: called. In recent years, they've voted in Jim Cott, Alan Trammell, Ted Simmons, Fred McGriff. Very good players, but. Harold Baines, too. Harold Baines, yeah. Uh, I. I don't know, man. Either they need to have different tiers in the Hall of Fame, or they need to re-look at that. Because it used to be the hardest Hall of Fame to get into, and now they're putting in a lot of very good players,
1: but not all-time great. not the Hall of Very Good. I don't think Fred McGriff is a Hall of Famer, do you? No. Close. No, I don't know. It depends no. where you're...
3: All right, last one. I don't care.
2: Last one. This is the (laughs) Keep On Blazing Trails Award. Tim, you're going to want to listen to this one. It goes to Julianne Sitch. Do you recognize the name? Former DePaul women's soccer player. Yes. She is the head coach of the University of Chicago men's soccer program, which just won the NCAA D3 national title on Saturday, 2-0. That makes her the first woman to lead a men's soccer team to an NCAA national championship. The team went 22-0-1. This year, and it was her first year as the program's head coach. By the way, so big shout out to her. That's for, what we for do. We make history.
3: We make history. Outstanding. It. Her. We love it. Although I would give most of the credit <laughs> to the <laughs> male coach who probably brought in all that talent the year before yeah, and she you just would, took Jared. over. You. Wow,
1: Jared I'm just. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> some sentences don't need punctuation. Like <laughs> <trying laughs> to get a rise out. I was just kidding. Obviously. Breaking Stop news. It.
0: Breaking news. A- ASU star offensive lineman Ladarius Henderson is entering the transfer portal. Uh, Another one bites the dust. Yeah.
1: Get ready. It's open. That's hardware brought to you by Revitalize some final thoughts on this Monday. Next, Pickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. (laughs) Pickley and Murata, song of the
2: day.
1: Totally hijacked the song of the day today, but there's a reason for it. Sam, you picked In uh, Sync on Friday. We all got a big kick out of that. I did, in, yeah, in honor of the bye week. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Another theme. This is a song called Blue Monday by New Order. They never say the word Blue Monday in the song. Kind of a staple of New Order music. It reminds oh, me of man 80s cop movie. <laughs> What's going on with this weather? Can I'm we excited. Get, can we get a little sunshine? I've had enough. It's breaking we through. It's have breaking sunshine. through. Ugh.
2: I love the fog and the
1: clouds. I'm trying to get motivated to do things after I leave here, and I just can't get motivated with this gloom. Driving in here at 5 a.m. was an adventure. Here's I can't point. see! You play that in your car. It alternates from speaker to speaker. Whoa. Oh, great stuff! <laughs> are there lyrics? Oh, there are. How
0: does it feel?
2: Oh, that's yes.
0: The truth. How does it feel? This is not the same song. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Eventually, Stakes. another staple <laughs> of
1: uh, New Order music. Oh, really long intros. Oh, okay. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. Trust me.
2: Is it?
0: is a great way to fill the last segment. Just to <laughs> pick a song with a long ass intro. All right, I'll fast forward. Oh, yo, no, no, keep it going. I well, got else to say.
3: The copyright laws on how long we can play a song before
1: we have to pay royalties. There we go. We played enough. There you go. Blue Monday. New order today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata. going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James
0: Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com.
1: We'll daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia for you today. We mentioned earlier in the show, Luka Doncic, through 21 games this year, is averaging 33 points per game as the leading scorer in the NBA. Suns play Luka and the Mavericks tonight, and you can hear it here at uh, 630. Uh, Your trivia question today is, can you name... And it's a bit of a long list. But okay. You're going you're to knock off a lot of these names right away. Can you name the 11 players in NBA history that for a full season have averaged 33 or more points in a year? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan did it three times. Wilt Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain did it a whole bunch of times.
2: LeBron? LeBron James has never done it. Wow. Uh... I
3: don't think anybody recently has done it, right? Not true. Yeah. Oh, really? James Harden. James
1: Harden's done it twice. Test No. Oh. Kareem. Kareem did it once. David Thompson. Good guess, but no. Damn. One of David Thompson's contemporaries did it, though. Known Oops. for the finger roll. George Kirvin. George Kervin did it. Hmm former Phoenix Suns
0: draft pick George Gervin. How about them apples? Did you know that kids? Did you know that? I think I did. 1974 third round on Eastern to, Michigan. He went to the ABA. They paid him. <laughs> yeah they did. They paid him. Um,
1: uh, how many are we up to right now? Five or six? Yeah you got like five more I think. Pete Maravich. The, Pete Maravich never did it. Did Kobe oh, okay. ever do it? Kobe did it once. 0506 average 35.4. Uh the rest of them are pretty pretty difficult. Bob McAdoo, Alan Iverson, Elgin Baylor did it three times. Rick Barry. I was gonna actually
0: say Rick Barry, to be fair. Yes. I would not have gotten Iverson. I would have not have got, I would not have gotten 35. McAdoo. 6. And
1: Tiny Archibald did it. Wow. 34 points a game. Not so um, tiny. In uh, thumbing through Twitter over the weekend. I got a kick out of a tweet from Doug Gottlieb, national radio uh, host. He's a real peach, but yes, go on. Yeah. I His tweet read, a reminder, 99% of portal posts state that it is God's plan for them to transfer, and the same percentage start the last paragraph with that being said. <laughs> I chuckled. And wouldn't you know it? Uh, Ladarius Henderson of Arizona State announced with a nicely put together graphic and sun devil font and everything with that on being social media <laughs> primarily i have to thank god for everything he's done for me for my, during my time here at arizona state university talks about friends and relationships third paragraph uh, i'd like to thank coach edwards for giving me the opportunity Last paragraph. With that being said, I will be entering the transfer portal with one year left of
0: eligibility. Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David have a whole bit about that, the having said that. Like, what is that having said that? Like, does that just give you the right to erase everything else? Like, you're just allowed to say
2: having said that? Uh, Jace Feely got about halfway there, too. He tweeted uh, not too long ago that he is also entering the portal. The second paragraph, it's not verbatim, but he says... With that, I would like to announce that after lots of prayer and consideration, so he doesn't name check God and he doesn't say with that being said, but he does allude to both things. So we give him what, five out of 10 for that?
1: Yeah. I'm going to monitor this now because, I mean, the 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 portal is open around the country. We're going to be seeing a lot of graphics and a lot of statements.
0: Why don't we just get to the point where every single player just jumps into the portal after every season and just opens it up to a total auction every season just shake it up like 40 pieces I am I am open and available to the highest bidder
1: let's go that'll do wonders for the people like me who that'll be uh, great for college the old football days where you could actually name the players on the team that you rooted well, for I
0: mean it, listen yeah. we're almost there in basketball I, I mean every True. every basketball season it's like every November all right let's see who's on the team great
1: yeah. Ladarius Henderson is a guy I was kind of hoping that Kenny Dillingham would be able to hold on to <laughs> Yes, I'm sure Kenny was I mean, was this is well. an
3: extreme circumstance also because they have a new coach and coaching staff. You have to expect turnover for that. The, the,
0: the portal's getting
3: ridiculous now.
0: I mean, I'm kind of being facetious about everybody jumping in, but maybe that would actually force some change because this is not sustainable. This is a joke now.
2: Hey, maybe Ladarius can't come back. Maybe Kenny can re-recruit him to ASU. Maybe. Doesn't when you he... enter the portal, doesn't mean you're gone.
1: That's true. That portal that usually can... does. It usually, Most does. of the time. That's going to do it for us on this blue Monday. Hmm? Uh, thanks to Dave Pash for joining us. Tim, uh, thanks again. We'll, we'll do it again tomorrow morning. Vic will be back eventually, just not tomorrow. Wolf and Luke are up next here on Arizona Sports. You're not fired. Local sports. you are not fired.